0: Welcome back to the Ollie Skelton Show that everybody rates. It's great to have you here as I do a solo podcast today. How are you? How's the wife? How's the kids? Are you doing well? Um, What's been going on in my life at the moment? i tell you what, I just got snubbed for the TikTok awards. But you know what? I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. And that, that's a great trait to have. No, I do feel a little bit bitter. Because you know what? I, I got by TikTok like 80 million views over the past six months, and um, they got people that I guess aren't even on TikTok. You know what? I think it's important not to be bitter and not to hold a grudge, which I won't be doing for the next 60 minutes. But no, great to have you here for the Tosser podcast, the Ollie Skelton show that everybody rates. And if if you have not rated the podcast yet, I suggest you do because it is dire straits at the moment. No, it's not, but I'd love you to rate it. So we're going to cover a few things today. We've got the TikTok awards that I just that I'm totally fine with and I'm happy for everybody that went. And I'm not jaded. I think that's that's a really good quality that I have. Um, and I'm also not sarcastic. So we're going to go through the news. We're going to go through our classic rent-free. I'm going to rant on a few things, um, which you, the lovely audience of the Tosser podcast or the Ollie Skeltoners, this is actually the Ollie Skeltoners group chat and you put in some good ones. So thank you guys for that. Then we're going to do an Am I the Tosser? And... I want to actually stuff it. I was going to put this at the end, but I actually want to start this off here. So something that I'm like a little bit fascinated with, right, is Glitch in the Matrix. So Glitch in the Matrix, um, it's like a Reddit thread. And it's essentially like weird anomalies that happen in your life that can't be explained by anything except the supernatural. You know, I just realized supernatural is a weird word. It should be like unsupernatural. Because something is super, it's a lot big. And if something is natural, is normal, organic. Supernatural it doesn't really work, does it? I digress. So, glitch in the matrix, right? There's this one that I love. There's this one that I love, and I always come back to because it makes me ruffle copter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as I said, glitch in the matrix is something unexplainable. It would be like you know, you you crack an egg, and then you go back and you look at your egg carton and it's full. But I always think about this one. And if I'm ever trying to explain the glitch in the matrix to someone, this is the story that I go for. So it's titled, me and my daughter Witness something surreal and unexplainable today. I'll crack on. For a few weeks before this, while out driving, I've observed pedestrians standing at traffic lights who reach into their pocket and look at their phone as they're walking across the road when the light goes green. Nothing significant or strange about this. Just one of those mundane things you notice while going about your day. Today I was driving with my daughter and we stopped at a red light at a crossing. And there was a man there, once again, nothing out of the ordinary. Denim jacket, black cap, glasses, around six foot two. It got oddly specific there. I thought I'd try, I thought I'd try to weird out my young daughter. She's five, so I knew I was going to blow her damn mind. So I said, see that man? When the walking man goes green and he starts to walk across, he'll reach into his pocket and pull out his phone and start looking at it. Watch and see. As he walks across, he reaches into his pocket but then immediately takes his hand out and looks and points right at me with his mouth opening and smiling like, gotcha, stance. Of course, my daughter found this absolutely hilarious and I sat there completely mind-blown. I must have sat there in silence looking at him walk across the road for the next 10 seconds. (laughs) I drove on and had a look at him as I drove past and he was smirking, laughing. I've been playing it through my head all day. The windows were up. The radio was on. I wasn't shouting. My voice was not even remotely raised. He must have been about 15 to 20 feet away from me. I can't figure at all how he could have heard me. It's literally impossible. How did he know I was trying to predict he'd reach into his pocket for his phone. The only remote possibility I can think of is that he had the same observation as me and thought I might be thinking the same thing. So just went for it. But realistic, what are the chances of this? Okay, so I want to tell you what my, first of all, that is hilarious. And I would love to have been the man walking across the road in the pocket. But tell me if I'm wrong here. Tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like sometimes, kind of just like a sixth sense. Let me let me try that one again. A sixth sense where you kind of, there's something, right? It's like when you know someone's looking at you. I believe, I believe we have this passed down generation after generation from hiding from tigers. We know when someone's looking at us, right? And so my theory is he knew, he sensed this person was looking at him and then it gets weirder. He sensed that this person was saying, hey, look, this guy's going to pull out his don't. I know this doesn't make sense in my mind, but I feel like there is this thing that is just the unexplainable. And I love that story because even how crazy this dude's thought was, he was, (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying here, but I love that story. And I urge you to tell anybody, if they don't believe in the glitch in the in the matrix, explain that, huh? Explain that one. How's he just walking past and going, doing the little gun gotcha? Ugh. To be a fly on the wall there. If I had a time machine, that's one of the top five places I would go. The other one, obviously going to kill Hitler, but not as a baby. Not as a baby. I'm going to go against him in the election and he's going to get his own coup d'etat. I don't think I said that correct. Where else would I go if I was... Time traveling. I'd go bloody England in the 1800s. Jack the Ripper. I'd like to get a face to the name there, I tell you that. Where else would I like to go? I'd like to be a security guard at Boston Airport on September the 11th, 2001. Whoa, buddy, where do you think you're going there? <laughs> and where else would I like to go? I would like to go to Beijing 2008 because I want to see Sally Pearson win that silver medal. God, that was thrilling. No, okay, I tell you what, I would also like to go in the 1800s to hear Abraham Lincoln's voice because there is no documented voice recording of Abraham Lincoln's voice. And that's a fact. So, yeah, Glitch in the Matrix. And Now, what else have I got? So, also in the news, not just the TikTok awards, more like the flip-flop awards. That's a joke. Please bring me to the next one. Um it was big news this week. Very big news as Pinterest announced their Pinterest predicts. Is that big news? I guess not really, unless you want to be up with the trends. So essentially, from what everybody has been, so pretty much what everybody has been searching over the past searching over the past year, they then go, okay, this is what we believe the next big thing is going to be. Um, so number one. Well, it's not number one. These are just ones of note that I liked. And I like this one, big talk. Go ahead, share the dates. 2024 will all be about getting vulnerable and forging deeper connections. Gen Z and millennials will drive this trend, searching for new conversations, starters, and intimate questions to help couples reconnect. When it comes to making conversation, going deep is the way to go. I think that that is so true. I think, you know, in this world where we just have short stimulation after short stimulation, this phone, dude, like tell me this phone is not a brick wall in our own relationships with everyone. You go to your parents' house, you're like, oh, what else what else is going on? It's a tricky world we're in because everything you want, you can get on that phone and you know it's going to expand. You know it's not just going to be this, this little handheld screen, it's going to become a part of us. Um, and then people really will be able to predict what people are doing when they're crossing the road. Uh, and also, uh, like a little tip for people, like if you ever, ever want to, I think people can be like awesome people and they can tick all the boxes, but sometimes they just don't want to go deep with a random and like show their hands, show their cards, palms open. I thoroughly recommend it. Yeah, I feel like we often shun having great relationships because we're cozy, we're cruisy. We don't want to get hurt. So yeah, that's my, uh, let that be your goal for the week, Tosser. If you're kind of having a little bit of trouble at the moment, um, forging great relationships, come in with palms open. Come in with honesty. I'm going to be honest, this is making me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Even just like, Talking back, they call it radical candor. Something I've been learning at my work, radical candor. Um, The ability to have just open conversations. because with open conversations, you bring closer connections. You know, I sound like a self-help book, but could work. Finally, Pinterest predicts, be jelly. Are you ready for this jelly? From home decor to beauty ideas, a whole mood will bubble up in 2024 inspired by your favorite Invertebrae, jellyfish. Gen Z and millennials are driving this squishy aesthetic. Trending search terms, jellyfish haircut, jellyfish hat, jellyfish umbrella, blue jellyfish, jellyfish lamp. That one is for the bin, okay? There is nothing cool about a jellyfish. Have you ever seen a blue bottle? Have you ever wanted to touch it? No. Stay clear from all things jellyfish, I actually got done by a jellyfish around the neck when I was a kid swimming. Maybe that's why I got a little bit of prejudice. What's next? Magpies coming into fashion? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I was swimming. I was jumping off a jetty in Durian Bay for all the WA listeners and for all the English listeners very far away. Let's just say that up. Yeah, so jumped off a jetty and it got me around the neck like – and I was like, fuck. I didn't swear, so I was like, "Because you because know, I was nine, um, and I actually didn't know what swear words then." My mom coddled me, but yeah, then my dad, right? My dad just runs and takes me to the hospital because they were afraid that it was gonna, it was gonna close up my um, ostioglos. <laughs> one of the best stories from that is that he left my sister at the beach, and this is 2005. Nobody's got a phone. <laughs> so she's just waiting there. She's just waiting there at the like by the beach for like 2 hours where they perform where they perform surgery. Actually I'm pretty sure they just gave me an anti-inflammatory but it worked. So yeah, jellyfish out and never ever under no circumstances. It's my thoughts on jellyfish. So every week I also like to talk about rent free what is going on in my brain regarding the TikToks that I am consuming. And <laughs> this one is more the song. It's that one where I think it's siblings that are dancing together and they're like, it's, I love, this is what I love. I love that ABBA is coming back. You want to talk about Pinterest trends. Tell me an ABBA song that's not playing at the club right now. Gimme, gimme, gimme at the midnight that's all I can think of, um, but I love that one. And there's this one where this girl's rapping, and it's two people dancing. But as I said, it's mainly the song. Really get it. Really get it. Really get to it. up, Really to it. Tell me that ain't it? Tell me you don't want to hear that yourself. Um, nothing I would love more. See, this is the problem. Then I tried to find the song. I was like really get to it remix and I've just got all these fucking house DJs with like ABBA gimme 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 which I hate by the way that's another thing for the bin leave that in actually you know what leave that leave that in 2014 why are people are still doing that I don't even know but yeah so that's 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 been living in my head rent free okay So one thing that I actually asked uh, the Ollie Skeltoners, I made a mention of them, that's actually an Instagram account. So not an Instagram that's an Instagram group chat um, where you can comment, you can talk a little bit of dribble, you can say what you want. uh, And it's really just a lot of photos of me. But sometimes I I open the floor, I say, hey, it's your your town hall, it's your city center. Say what you need to say, hear thee, hear thee. Um, And I got some good ones. I got some good ones. Okay, so somebody somebody said, I said, hey, what do you want me to rant over? Somebody said, the weirdest worst job offer you have ever had or worked. Okay, so I went to Adelaide, right? I went to Adelaide and I went through all my money way too early. So I still had two weeks of this course and Norman, the person I was living with, she put a call out on her Facebook and she was like, hey... Um, I've, got a, I've got a person I'm living with that um, really want he's happy to do any sort of work. So this one person says, hey, I've got a dead possum in my roof. Can he help clear it out? And I gleefully said, how much do you want? 50 bucks, done. I'm there tomorrow morning. And i got to tell you, when you have like – when you point five on your life, I feel like I do that sometimes, you're like looking at yourself doing stuff and thinking – What the hell am I doing? It's the middle of summer. (laughs) It's not the middle of summer. It's like December 15th. It's nearly, it's actually nearly five years since I took a possum out of the roof. (laughs) I don't want to touch animals at the best of the time, but when they are dead and rotting, it's even worse. And the smell and it still had the fur on and I get it. I put it in this bag. Oh my God. That was by far the worst experience I've ever, the worst job I ever had. And I also was a kitchen hand during that time as well um, for this little restaurant. And, you know, with my lack of attention to detail, people were bringing back these plates like, Ollie, what are you doing? So that was, that was a great question of what I want to rant on. Another one I got here, Moran's on bikes dressed in black with no lights on in the dark. Now that one sounds personal. Sounds personal. Sounds like you've experienced that firsthand. But I'll say this, Lycra really annoys me. Lycra really annoys me. Oh, you ride a bike. Bro, tuck your shirt into your shorts. Lycra is ridiculous. How we allow in this judgmental society that we are in for people to wear Lycra is a joke. And then the same person is riding like they are in an automobile. Get off to the side of the road. I know that it's like, Everybody doesn't like cyclists. And if you are a cyclist, dude, lay off the lycra. I'm telling ya, I'm telling ya. People think it's lame. And if you wear one of those shitty little hats like you're watching Test Cricket in the 1930s, that's the cherry on top. <laughs> now, okay, granted, Tour de France, that's all fair. You don't see, you don't... <laughs> You don't see people going to your normal bloody aquatic center wearing Ian Thorpe tights, okay? They're shirtless. But for some reason, anybody that has a bike over $1,000 suddenly is on stage seven of the Tour de France. Here comes Lance Armstrong. Oh, my God, who would have thought? Who would have thought? i tell you who would have thought bloody EPO. Um, but they were all drugged up, hey, ADHD, you listen to this thing. I go everywhere. Um, so yeah, lycra in the bin, cyclists for the bin. You're not a car. Okay? You're a lot smaller and not as sturdy. Okay. What are we gonna finish on? I tell you what we're gonna finish on. Am I the tasser? Am I the tasser of the week? Yeah. Am I the tasser that you seek? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um, I've lived a good life. Okay, so am I the tosser? Okay, am I the tosser for very rarely, almost never wanting to go to restaurants because my girlfriend makes food that's just as good, if not better than restaurant food? Interesting start. I've been with my wonderful girlfriend for a few years now and we usually get along great, aside from this current issue. She's a self-proclaimed foodie, which I honestly think is just selling herself short. She's a food genius. She's a food genius. Nobody makes food better than her. She can taste and smell a dish and then turn it around and recreate it. Or even make it better than the original. She can smell a dish and then recreate it. That is some light. What's that thing where you can see sounds? If you taste something and wonder, what's that super subtle flavour? She'll tell you it's anchovy paste, sumac, lavender. Some other obscure spice that you would never even think of. Well, okay, how are you going to know? She could say, like, that's paprika removed with a slice of oregano. I'd be like, hmm, there's a lot of confidence in the way you said that. I believe it. When someone is cooking something and they go, it's missing something, she can tell you exactly what it needs. That's not it either. She heard about a lost family recipe, and the next week, bam, I'm eating my grandmother's homemade sausage again for the first time in 15 years. (laughs) This dude has got these, he's got rose-colored glasses, let me tell you that. It's gotten to the point where I don't see any point in going out to eat pretty much ever, except maybe her birthday. Bold. But you know what? Understandable in the current climate. Even the most exotic ingredients aren't out of reach either. And even though it's not about cost, I've saved up more being with her than I ever have in any relationship. The only places we really go for for date night is ramen. She can't figure out how to make noodles, but she still tries, so it's just a matter of time. She can't figure out how to make noodles. Hmm. Okay. Our anniversary was recently. I had noticed that our local fish counter was selling sushi, sushi sushi-grade sushi, along with the rolling mats and nori. So I suggested that we have homemade sushi for our anniversary dinner before going out. And she upset and said, I'm not learning how to make sushi because then I'll never get a real date ever again. We ended up going out and said, dude, for you to like, assume, for you to say, hey, it's our anniversary. I'd like you to make me some sushi. It's a bit out of pocket. Let me rephrase it for you. Hey, it's our anniversary. Shall we try and make sushi together? Better, better. And that's what love that's what love's all about, reframing, reframing, pivoting, collaborating kind of took me by surprise that she got so mad, though. She lightly mentioned wanting to go out occasionally to places like Olive Garden because she likes the red sauce. Yeah, the red sauce. Do you see what I mean? I feel like she's bullshitting you. She likes... I like red sauce. But then she's going, paprika removed oregano. She's gotten kind of gloomy because I've asked her to cook on date nights instead of going out, Fair. cook yourself. She also brought up that food she cooks tastes better to me because she's tasting and smelling it while it cooks. So her senses are dulled by the time it's served. That's a true thing, by the way. If you ever cook something, and also there's a real, there's a love and there's a satisfaction of getting gifted, gifted something that it tastes better. But that's true. I haven't really thought of it. The senses get dulled. That's interesting. I just don't think it's it's worth going out to pay restaurant food prices when we can stay home for food home food prices and have food that's just as excellent. True, it is just as excellent, but it's the act of somebody doing it without the hassle. If you're not pitching in, then you're being a lazy bones. Okay, he's done final edit. So apparently you got a little bit of criticism. Surprise. I really took everything you guys that you guys said to heart. And I can only say that I've been an ass. I've been an ass. And it really hurt my relationship with my girlfriend. It's honestly a surprise that she's still my girlfriend after everything. Okay, I appreciate that. He's looking within. He's taking accountability. So her mum picked up the girls and I took her out to a really nice tapas restaurant. Cool, cool. That's on growth. She was excited and seemed to enjoy herself. And I apologize for being stupid. After we took a walk and everything seemed perfect, I asked her to marry me. Whoa. Okay, this dude reflected. She said no, (laughs) but she did it kindly. But she still said no. She said it wasn't a no forever, but she didn't want to commit to a one sided relationship. Wow. And also said she doesn't think it's fair that our relationship happens on my schedule, on my terms. You know what? I think the fact that these guys can have that, these guys can be bold, have that conversation, look within, take criticism, be honest with each other. I thought this guy was a tosser, dude, but I think he's that fucking guy. And I think she's that fucking guy. It's very bold to say no when somebody proposes. You get caught up in the moment. Me acting like I've been proposed to. Any takers? Um, you know what? That's going to wrap up our week. That's going to wrap up our week. And I'll leave you with this. You know, I think there's a theme. I think there's a theme of today's podcast. You think about the glitch. You think about the toss up. You think about the, the Pinterest trends. I'm going to tell you what it is. Open up, have hard conversations and love one another. You've been listening to the Ollie Skelton Show that everybody rates. I appreciate you hanging in there for the solo pod. Next week, uh, I don't know what's going to happen next week. I think we might have someone from Love Island um, as they wrap up. And then I kind of want to do a highlights episode. Then I'm going to take a little bit of a break because I need it. I need to recoup. I need to recalibrate. I need to see where we're going to take this, baby, because I am excited for 2024. And I want you guys to stay along for the ride with me. Yeah, give me some feedback on this podcast if you liked it, if you didn't like it. It goes a long way because I'm talking to nothing at the moment. And I feel very comfortable, which is scary. Uh, But no, have yourself a good week. Keep doing your thing. God bless. Catch (laughs) ya.